0: She laughed, and if he could have bottled the sound and gotten drunk on it every night, he would have. Ugh. so good. <laughs> so good. Um, welcome to Two Mourners, One Book Club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordy. And this week, we are going to go over
1: chapters 36. I'm sorry. <laughs> i sorry. was like, I'm Jordy, and I am not a corpse. Because Jordan's a corpse, Kaz's brother. Jordan. I know it's the same name.
0: Oh my god! I spell
1: mine with an IE though. Sometimes. No, he spells his with an IE. Does he? Yeah. That's right. I spell mine with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? I forgot. We are
0: in a. Uh, we are in a mood, y'all. Goofy mood. Um. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> uh. And this week we are going to go over. Chapters thirty six through forty of Lee Bardugo's Six, six of crows. crows, and so we left off uh, chapter thirty five with Matthias going to find Nina after he, um, like suffocated but didn't kill.
1: He knocked him out. He no. gave him the good old half Nelson knockout.
0: <laughs>
1: half Nelson <laughs> knockout. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I'm sorry. We took a little little. <laughs> We're recording this as a double header, but they're coming out a week apart, as always. And um, while we were taking our little break, we made some discoveries. And now we're talking in Wisconsin accents. <laughs> in so. Midwestern I was again going to say Middle East. <laughs> I'm not even going to... I'm going to let that one lay there. I'm not going to touch it. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so you might hear some accents this episode. I'm thinking of my family now. Don't you know my family's from the Midwest and now I know I'm like I feel like I have to have some connections to the Midwest because a lot of like dishes and stuff that I grew up with are more common in the Midwest than they are in, in Texas. like what? Like Watergate salad? Mm. The pistachio pudding with yeah. pineapple yeah. and stuff? Okay. Yeah. my
0: grandma makes a bomb champagne salad. I've
1: never had a champagne salad. Oh my salad. gosh, I'll make Oops. it for okay. you. It
0: is delicious. It is so easy. We made it at Thanksgiving. hmm Delicious. I did, um, we also do corn casserole. Very, I like, do like the corn Midwest. casserole. Um lefsa, which is a Norwegian dish. Hmm. Um, I made it last year for the first time. It's my great great grandmother's recipe. It's like a potato tortilla almost. Oh, heck yeah. But you can have it sweet or savory. I love
1: mm-hmm. versatility.
0: Yeah, so I do you have a few Well, I think I think the mid there's a there's a stark divide between Wait. Midwest um, mm-hmm. food and like cultural food so like i have like that's true
1: i have like norwegian and german recipes see and my nana's maiden name was german Mm. and so i feel like some of the german immigrants who came over to america some of Mm -hmm. them in the midwest and some ended up in texas Mm. and so i feel like that's where some of these commonalities come Mm. from a lot of times they overlap but very
0: very important to note that that the salads with the, the mayonnaise <laughs> are very different from traditional, yes. <laughs> um, like, Scandinavian mm-hmm. and European dishes.
1: That's fair. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> Still good, though. I mean, I will yeah. mess up the Watergate it's salad really any day of the week. I want some champagne salad. I'll make what, it this what's weekend. What's
1: in the champagne salad?
0: Um, it is so easy. You get frozen strawberries, uh, like, a jar of mandarin oranges, mm-hmm. uh, a jar of pineapple chunks, mm-hmm. and cream cheese. Cool whip some sugar cool. um and you yes. like mix it all together in a bowl um and you have to use like a hand mixer because of yeah. the cream cheese yeah um and it also breaks down the fruit a little bit mm-hmm. and then you freeze it and then let it thaw okay so it has a different consistency it's like, fluffy, like a marshmallow kind of it is so oh. it's like almost like yogurt consistency Ooh. kind of it like is delicious. It is delicious. That sounds
1: so good. I'll make it for next. I week. am realizing I didn't eat enough cherry fluffy stuff over mm. Thanksgiving. It's very similar. I can't remember the exact ingredients right now, but it's like a can of cherry pie filling. Mm. I think no cream cheese, it's just a can of cherry pie filling, cool whip, crushed mm. pineapple, and a can of sweetened condensed milk. Oh. All mixed together. Yum. And it's so good usually some people put pecans in it but a lot of people in my family don't like mm-hmm. pecans so we don't
0: oh i love pecans. i also
1: love pecans i keep them on the side <laughs> uh,
0: my grandparents um had two cherry trees in their backyard growing up so anytime we would go visit them in the midwest mm-hmm. um we would during the summers i would go pick cherries and my grandma would make a fresh cherry pie oh every summer i love cherries. it was so, so good it
1: sounds yeah. so good i want so. a cherry tattoo soon hmm.
0: Um, so anyway, anyway, <laughs> back to what the podcast is no, about. Not recipes. Reci- this is now a podcast about recipes of the Midwest. Don't you know it? Oofta. Oofta. Oofta, let me just scoot in there behind you. Okay, but here's the thing. I say that unironically You sometimes. do say oofta unironically. <laughs> because my mom says it, my mm-hmm. grandparents used to say it, mm-hmm. so it's just like something, it's unironic, so.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast. Oofta Recipes. <laughs> <laughs> that was our Oofta Recipes section. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Oh
0: my gosh. Anyway, chapters 36 through 40. Uh, we just left <laughs> off um, Matthias going to get Nina after he had um, knocked out Brum. uh uh-huh. And chapter 36 starts with Jesper's point of view. Um, and if we remember, Jesper and Wylan had just broken the chain for the gate so it stayed closed. Yep. Um, and we are at 11 bells. And so Jesper um, is kind of hiding in the wall um, while Wylan is, like, finishing the work. Um, he's trying to—he's getting something. We, we don't quite know what it is, <laughs> but he's getting yeah. something. And Jesper is waiting for the guards to come in, um, so he can shoot them if they do. Mm-hmm. And no guards come in. So they're a tad confused. Um, and so they are wondering where they are because by all, for all oh. intents and purposes... Oh, I forgot about this part. For all intents purposes, um, there should be guards coming out mm-hmm. for them. And so... Jesper doesn't really give it much thought beyond that and he tells Wyland let's go we gotta it's time. go it's time to go and so they go out the door down the stairs that they had come up um and we're going to go out of the gatehouse building um and then they saw six guards running mm-hmm. into the courtyard and so Jesper kind of tells Wyland to like, whoa, stop whoa, 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 whoa and turn it around mm-hmm, and Wyland says that they need to turn back um or Jesper says that they need to turn back and mm-hmm. Wyland tells him to wait and to look because the guards were not coming to Jesper and Wyland, um, they were focused on a guy who was in an olive uniform. Mm-hmm.
1: When they say olive drab, I think that's mm-hmm. like shorthand, like Grisha shorthand for army green. Yes, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a man and a woman who walked through the walls um, because they were missed. So they are tide makers and they are on per rem. And in their shoe and their shoe because that's their uniform mm-hmm and so the guards shoot at the two tide makers um but the tide makers vanish in a fog of mist um, and then reappear Ugh. behind
1: the soldiers and they and I feel like they're like zombies like they lift mm-hmm. their arms
0: yeah um, and so they, they well they lift their arms for the pack mm-hmm. to use their powers. yes um, but just
1: like because of they're on perm and like mm-hmm. they're so kind of Eerie. Yeah. I just see them, like, in my mind as, like, slowly, mm-hmm. like, like puppets almost. Yeah. Um, and so the two
0: Grisha start to use their powers, and the guards are screaming, and they drop their guns, and it's described a red haze <sighs> formed around them. And it's getting mm. more and more noticeable. It's getting denser and denser. And Jesper says it's their blood. The Tide oh. Makers, who can oh. control water, water. Um, are pulling the blood out of the Druskellas um, or the guards. We don't. We don't know if they're Druskela. Yeah. The, um, the, guards. the guards' bodies and dra- mm. literally draining them of their blood.
1: Yes. Um, like pulling it mm-hmm. through them and out of them, and so they've
0: never seen that, and so uh, oh, eventually so there's a enu- they
1: they drain them and they're like little guard raisins, yeah, that fall to the ground. They're saying that in a funny way because the way it's written is nasty. Yes, <laughs> um, I forgot about this when I was
0: reading it, Same. and I was like,
1: <laughs> you really need to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender because okay. there's blood bending okay. in that show, and it's like this a little bit. Interesting. This is actually worse, though.
0: Um, well, Avatar is a children's show, so I imagine... <coughs> you would be surprised. Is it not it is. a
1: children's show? It is. There are some intense elements, though. Interesting. <laughs> elements. Get it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm... Um, the raising um, guards on the ground. <laughs> Good one. <laughs>
0: well, no, because they're no, dead. No, they're dead. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and and so, dead. the guards fall and they're dead and... Jasper's like, oh, we, we gotta get, get out we gotta of here. here. We
1: gotta get back into uh, the thing.
0: But it was too late, um, because the Tide Makers <sighs> realized that Wyland and Jasper were there. And before they can really even move, the Tide Maker, the woman Tide Maker, um, mm-hmm. she disappears into mist mm-hmm. and ends up on the stairs that they're at above them. We love
1: women in steam. <laughs>
0: good one thank you
1: thank you it came to me in a flash (laughs) um Uh, but this is
0: terrifying (laughs) and so she appears um through the mist on on the stairs above where wyland and jesper Mm -hmm. are and kicks wyland um and wyland falls back into jesper and they both fall down the stairs um and because of that, the rifle Jesper doesn't have the rifle that he had, mm-hmm. and he tries to get up, but the Tidemaker hits him on the back of his head, and so he and Wylan are just lying next to each other, getting drained. Mm-hmm. And the Tidemaker start to pull the blood out of their bodies, <gasps> and they could feel it. And Wylan kind of nudges Jesper like, "Hey, hey, you're a Fabricator. Um,
1: please, we this are is
0: something else." We are dying. Um please You have to do something. You have to do something because he he can't reach his the gun, he can't do anything. And so he once again for the third time today. Yes. Um I think it's the third time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the third time today. No, fourth time because we yeah. had the lock, the mm-hmm. ore in the prison cell, the rubber off of Ineja's feet, mm-hmm. the, chain, the chain and, and now this. this. Um, so Jasper, who went from zero to a hundred in twenty-four hours, um, mm-hmm. he realizes that he still has pieces of metal on his clothes because he was pulling some of the metal so out of the, the chain. chain, and so some of it was stuck on his like clothes. little shavings, like mm-hmm. from metal working. Mm-hmm. And so he realizes that and uses his powers to just throw those tiny pieces of metal into the Tide Makers, oh. and they can't. They don't really realize what he's doing because they weren't expecting it. They didn't know he was a Grisha. They didn't know he was yeah. a fabricator. And so they try to turn to mist to avoid it because that's how they had avoided the, the okay. gunshots. Um, but they were too slow. And so they materialize again out mm-hmm. of the mist. And um, the uh, metal... Jesper's dig- like
1: digging the metal into like their organs. Into their organs everywhere that it mm-hmm. can
0: go. And... He describes that he can feel them trying to move the metal with their own powers, but Mm -hmm. it's not working. And um, the woman asks them to help her before she falls down dead. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he knows he had to do it. Both of them, he he killed both of them. But before they leave, he's thinking that, oh my gosh, I just killed two people who were like me. I know there's not a lot of us. Who ultimately are victims Mm -hmm. in this situation as well. Um, and so he's, he's having a little bit of dissonance at, at that, but Wylan, once the voice of reason is like, hey, we gotta, Wylan got is, go. Wylan is building up a little spine. He is. He was like, oh, Jesper might like me back. He's oh. like, oh,
1: let's survive this night, see
0: where this goes. He's like, hey, we gotta get out of here, because yeah. we gotta see where, <laughs> yes, where we're gonna go. I am
1: not dying tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, uh, they start leaving, and they make their way back to the roof, um, where they have the rope that they had had their they had they scaled back up mm-hmm. the rope they had initially scaled down um and jesper is they're moving they're moving they're kind of just going through the motions because jesper describes that he feels like he left a part of he's himself like behind
1: yeah um, he's kind of in this mindset of like before this he was like i know this is happening to grisha but it's not happening to me so mm-hmm. I, I don't care mm-hmm. and now he's kind of been forced to confront that it does affect him he should care because mm-hmm. like it or not this is who he is which is
0: it's a realization that he he never thought he would have to face which yep. is also sad and that is the end of chapter 36 a quick one and so again these chapters are pretty quick because we have so many points of view so many things are happening, happening in tandem um, so we need to figure out so chapter 37 is in Nina's point of view, Nina. and right now Nina thinks that Matthias locked her up in a cell. Mm-hmm. Um, she is agog. And,
1: and aghast.
0: And so... It's also
1: 11.15 now.
0: Yes. And so, really, it's only been like 15 minutes since it he really left has. her. It really has. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> since he left her in the cell. Um, and so, uh, again, 37 is in Nina's point of view, and Matthias opens the door, and she hesitates because she... She sees
1: in his, in her mind's eye mm-hmm. how mean and cold he had been pretending to be with mm-hmm. Brum. And she thinks that she'll never forget that
0: look on his face because mm-hmm. it scared her. And so when he opened the door to her cell, she hesitated a little bit.
1: But he... I'm literally, like, about to cry <laughs> looking at this right now. He held his hand out for her Ugh. and she ran
0: into his arms because they're finally, like... Admitting it.
1: Yes, um, they're finally is, done with pretense. Yeah. Done th- pretending. But this is also the first time
0: that they have, like, had physical contact. Like, s- like sought each other out. Yeah. E- like, since they've known each other. Because when they were yes. journeying through, it was for survival. Yes. And then it's always kind of been a It's need been an to. undercurrent, but mm-hmm. then they've both been denying it. But now it is the first time they have actually, uh, like, t- sought each other yes. out. Um, and so he, like, swoops her into his arms, <laughs> uh, which, gosh dang it, it, every ounce of feminism
1: <laughs> <laughs> left my body,
0: <laughs> um, and he, they're, like, hugging, and he buries his face in her hair, uh, and he, he tells her that he never wants to see her like that again, and because she's mean enough, she makes a joke. Uh huh And she's like In the cell or, or in this dress And he's like Oh In the cell The cell Which sure. implies He what? might want to see her In he, that dress He's not hating What he's seeing mm-hmm. He's <laughs> I would say The opposite of hate Yes Um <laughs> And oh, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> And then He tells her In Fjerdin Um I'm not gonna read it In Fjerdin I'm going to read it In English And it's tra- Are the trans- you gonna Read it in an accent
1: No <laughs> She's just wordlessly pointing her pin at me. (laughs) Because I was thinking you meant the fear accent. No, not the fear in accent. Were you going to give it a try? You should. The Midwest? Yeah.
0: No. (laughs) Um, Sorry, we're going to have to edit this. This is is a very serious part. This is serious though. Um, so sweet. Oh my gosh. So he tells her this in Fjorden, but it translates to, I have been made to protect you. Only in death will I be kept from this oath. Ugh. And that's the Druskela oath to Fierda. and he's telling he's her it's his oath her. to
1: her. Oh,
0: oh my <laughs> god! I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna curl up in a ball and cry now. Honestly, um, honestly. Oh my oh gosh, it's it's just oh so good. Goodness. It was his promise to her. So now, like, he's always thought of fear the and the druskella as everything to him but now now she is his Nina everything is,
1: nina's home oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh my oh, goodness i can't wait for season two this is gonna be i'm sick. gonna be destroyed and when I he can't says it wait. again same thing I, you can hear his voice delivering oh that line gosh. i can't wait
0: Ugh um and then Nina again, trying to lighten the mood, tells him that if they make it out of there, she's gonna kiss him unconscious, and he's very happy. He's with like that smiling. Response. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, wait! There's black protocol is happening. Um, we have to find Bohi Bayer. We could die, so let's get a move on. Um, let's mm-hmm. let's not take a pause for a quick makeout sesh. Um, Unfortunate. <laughs> and so, but necessary. So uh, Matthias tells her that. He knows where bull your buyer is and so they have to go. What is that? Where did that come from? It was my laptop. Oh. I got an email. I said like, that so loud. I hate emails. I know you. <laughs> uh, and so it's like we answer those ever. I <laughs> avoid it if I can. Uh, I'm just kidding. Please send us an email. We would love to hear. No, from please you. send us a fun email. Please. Anything. Anything y'all if y'all just want to say hi. If y'all are like, Oh my gosh. I hate how much you love Nina and Matthias. Oh my gosh! I also love Nina and Matthias. Oh my gosh! Kaz and you need to all have just a conversation. We would love to interact with y'all. Yeah. Anyway, um, again, sorry. We're we're a little all over the place. It's in a goofy mood, which that happens most of the time we record. We're just hilarious. We're just too funny. Mm-hmm. It's the thing about it. Um, and so Nina and Matthias are going down the halls, trying to make sure that they don't want run into any of the Duskella, um or guards as they do, and so, uh, Nina knows that they don't have a ton of time because Brum is the leader of the Druskella, and they're gonna come looking for him because Black Protocol is happening, so mm-hmm. they don't have a ton of time, uh, and, um, Nina tell tells Matthias, like, uh, please tell me there, there's still a plan that Kaz knows what's happening, Yeah. And so the, ultimate plan is to meet kaz by the ash tree um and she tells him that the last time she saw it was surrounded by the the um and they're hoping that well black protocol will call them away and so no druskella will be mm-hmm. by the ash tree hopefully ideally <laughs> and so um they're going through the hallways through the corridors slowly well not quickly but slow quickly but cautiously yes yes um and, uh, there's a guard at the door of the vault where Bo Bayer is, and Nina uses her powers, um, mm-hmm. to knock him out, and Matthias takes his rifle and uses, um, Brum's bitch locket, yeah. uh, to open, <laughs> to open the door. Yes. <laughs> and Nina has her hands in the ready position to use her powers to attack, because she doesn't know what they're going to face. Um, and they, when the door opens, they... She re- they realize that they're in a lab,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: and there's like um, essentially like
0: test tubes
1: and yeah. There's and, like a greenhouse mm-hmm. situation on one wall where paramas or not Perma growing. Mm-hmm. Then there's like living quarters. There's chalkboards. Like it's a classroom. It's it's kind of like a classroom. It, it's like a classroom and a library and everything else put together in one mm-hmm. place. There's a thing like that in a movie. That I'm remembering now, and I can't remember what move it it was.
2: Hmm. but it's um,
1: and then also <clears throat> in
0: the room is a cot. Um, and there is a shoe boy sitting on it like a teenager. yeah, like a like a child. yeah, a child. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> and he's just looking at them, kind of confused, and mm-hmm. they note that he can't be older than fifteen. So a literal child. He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And so Nina, who speaks shoe? Um, tells him that they're not there to hurt him and wonders where Bo Bayer is. And the boy tells them that he's dead um, and asks if they are there to kill him. Yeah. And
1: uh, Nina... She gives him the, the, the safe word that mm-hmm. the Kirch gave them to identify Bo Bayer and to seshuay. And he's like, oh
0: my gosh. He's like, oh good, you're Kirch. Um, and Nina tells him that they came to rescue Bo Yul-Bayer. um And this kid... Um, tells them that Boyol Bayer is actually his dad and that he died when the Fear then uh, tried to stop the Kerch from taking him yep. so he was caught in the crossfire um, and so they were like oh, oh this no. is Boyol Bayer's son it's not him and he's been dead this whole time mm-hmm. so they think that their entire mission has was, has been futile because he's he's mm-hmm. not alive um, but then Nina's thinking, well, they kept his son alive for a reason. Otherwise they would have just killed him. And so she asks him why he's there. And he, okay. um, confirms that, uh, he's trying to recreate the, his dad's formula for Jurda Parem. And they've been trying to force him to. Mm-hmm. And he's been stalling, like pretending that he doesn't know as much as he does. hmm And Nina asks him if he can recreate it. And he says he thinks he can. He's like, and, yeah, probably. <laughs> and Nina and Matthias look at each other, um, cause... They think, well, may, if he can recreate it, then we do have to kill him. Um, mm-hmm. And Mina reconciles that, and she apologizes, um, and says that if he does succeed in recreating it, then it's going to cause too much harm. And so she kind of readies to to kill him, um, mm-hmm. and she's she's hesitating because she doesn't want to because it is a child, and it's he different. hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Um, but she knows that if Perem continues, that it's just going to be worse for yep. everyone. And so she's hesitating, and Matthias tells her to wait, because he's just a kid. Ugh. He's one of them. And, and then it's like, oh gosh. Again, Matthias, the decent... <laughs> the good
1: person. Because Nina's fully ready to make the sacrifice for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she asks him what his name is, and we find that his name is Kuwey. I think it's Kuwey. Oh, Kuway? Yeah, I think I, the emphasis is on the first syllable. Oh. I could be wrong, though.
0: Well, we won't find out in season two. Well, we might find out in season two. We but might we find, find out, out in season, season two. two. Anyone? Let us know, please.
1: Show um, us an email.
0: Kuwait, Kuwe
1: his son. Um, yes.
0: And uh, she asks him how fast he can destroy the lab. So, and he's like, she's not going to kill him. <laughs> and he literally waves a hand...
1: And he's and, like, I can do it real and quick. Flames break out
0: because he's mm-hmm. an inferni, mm-hmm. and he's a Grisha. So obviously, he's a Grisha's inferni. Yes. Um. And he tells them that Perem was a mistake. That his dad was just trying to find a way to help him hide his power, because because his dad was also Grisha,
1: and he knew the dangers that that meant for him. We haven't really talked about the Shuhan philosophy when it comes to Grisha. It's been mentioned, like kind of in passing a couple of times in this mm-hmm. book and in Shadow and Bone, and we're definitely going to get more into it as we start getting more characters who are Shu and as we start entering that part of the political world mm-hmm. stage. But what we need to know right now is that... So for Rapkins, Grisha are like soldiers. Mm-hmm. They're a class of citizen. For Firna, they're not even people. They're witches. Everywhere else, it's kind of like you either align with one of those two things. And in Shuhan they're like really medically advanced and they're fascinated by how Grisha come to be. And so they do horrible scientific experiments with them, Mm -hmm. try to dissect them, see how they work. If they can replicate that in like a quote unquote normal person, they have this medical fascination with it where Mm -hmm. if you're Grisha and Shuhan, you disappear and it's understood that you're being experimented on and Mm -hmm. probably killed and dissected. And so, was trying to use Perm to find a way to help Kuwait hide his abilities and accidentally did the opposite. Um, and it's so sad. I know. It's just a father's
0: love and protection Ugh. trying to keep his kids safe. And he died for it. He yeah, did. he did. Um, and so Nina is... Her mind's going a thousand miles a minute because um, they didn't know that he was Grisha and that's why it was, but there was, wasn't was really time to think. Um, and she tells uh, Kuwait to destroy as much of the lab
1: as he can, as much of the work, so that the... Um, <laughs> he's like, I can blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready. <laughs> he's super... He's like, I got fertilizer. I can make this thing a time bomb. Um,
0: and so Nina tells him, only only where we're at, because yeah. there's other Grisha here. Um she tells him that there's other Grisha there, but she's also thinking, Well, there's also guards and like Matthias's second dad and you yeah, know it's like you know I could I give or take him, whatever. She's like, We've made a lot of headway tonight. I'm not willing to <laughs> yeah. to sacrifice that much. Yeah. Um, and so she also wants to take the rest of the Grisha who are in the vault but knows that she can't. It's just yep. too too much and they won't be able to do it. Um and so uh Kuei um, burns the lab, really, and they are making their way uh towards the treasury, towards the courtyard, um and uh towards the ash tree to meet Kaz there. Um and Nina says that there is uh hedges off to the side a and little that, maze uh huh little, little Bridgerton maze. maze. <laughs> I am a gentleman. I am a gentleman. <laughs> Except Matthias actually is a gentleman. He <laughs> Actually
1: so is a
0: gentleman. Ugh. um and uh so they say, Matthias says that they'll use that that gate that maze for cover, um, and when they open the door uh, to that courtyard, that the bells were so loud, almost deafening, because that's where the sound of the bells is coming from in mm-hmm. the elder clock, um, and so they're trying to stay hidden a little bit. Um, and they're almost to the maze, and then someone tells them to stop. And all of a sudden, stop. guards are rushing towards Hello, them.
1: Name of love <laughs> before you rend my heart,
0: yeah, she's a heart render. It's like this is yeah. This, they are not stopping in the name of love. They are in no. fact stopping in the name of hate. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, all of a sudden, guards are appearing, and so they start to run from the guards, um, and uh, they're just really just waiting to to be killed because basically they have they have no other option but to run and then all of a sudden an explosion hit um so the explosion that uh they had set off in the vault and it it says that nina had felt it before she heard it so she was jolted forward a mm -hmm. little bit Um, it it took her off her feet mm -hmm. and so matthias uh, was already up and going towards her and Kuwait before they got on their feet. Um, and more guards are coming and asking them what they're doing there. Um, and Nina tries to play it off. Again feigning that she was at the party and she didn't know what happened. She's trying to cry. <laughs> She's being hysteric. Like, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Almost half working. real. like, Yeah. Um, and then he points his gun at The guard points his gun at her and <laughs> papers, tells her please. to show her his papers. And Matthias knows this guard Mm -hmm. and tells him, no papers, Lars. And the the Duskell is... He's like,
1: do I know you?
0: (laughs) The the Duskell is super confused um, and asks him, like, who are you? Like, do I know you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And Matthias tells him that he did, he used to. He might look a little bit different now. And uh, the guard is super confused because he Mm -hmm. realizes that it is Matthias um, but, uh, he thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. And Matthias tells him that he was dead. Yep. Um, but then he realizes, the other guard realizes Matthias's current position. He's with Nina. Yep. He's with, uh, Kway, And, um, he tells him that he's a traitor. Traitor. And Nina's about to use her powers to knock Lars out. Um, but then... To so bolo cable. Yes. Which, I love the way they did that in the show. Yes. I hated it. I mean, it's awful, but they executed but, it
1: really well. Yes,
0: it is. I wasn't quite sure how to imagine it while reading this part, but the way it was done in the show mm-hmm. did it really It's good like job. a
1: bolo where you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big old rodeo. Honestly, though, honestly. <laughs> it's true. Instead of, uh, instead of mutton busting, it's, it's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the, little, the little beard and ride the wolves. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> he just. <laughs> I have two little cousins who have won that contest, like, like, several years in a row in their community. If anyone not
0: in the South is listening, which we hope everyone, we hope people from everywhere listen, but Mutton Bustin' is, (laughs) takes place at rodeos, and we know that there are other, like, rodeo segments, the bull Mm -hmm. riding, the... Um, bear, Shows, yeah, like, the um, what is it called? Bareback riding, yeah, I think. yeah, uh, the saddle saddle bronc riding, things mm-hmm. like that, and the um, rodeo cowboys, riders, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're from we're from the south, but like we're not. I I haven't we're been to a rodeo that. in
1: a very long time. I love
0: the rodeo. Um, I've never participated in one though, so I don't know. the I have known no
1: people who have, but I also don't know the correct terminology.
0: So anyway, the button busting. Yeah, the professional riders have to stay on these animals, a bowl or horse, for eight seconds. And so for the little kids, they put helmets on them, they put like padded They're vests like on them. They're very protected. And they put these little kids like four or five years old on sheep. Yes. <laughs> and, and they, they just they gotta like, hold on. They just gotta hold on and the sheeps run and they have mm-hmm. the timer and everything. And sometimes the kids fall off and and, like, the rodeo clowns are there to pick them up, yeah. and um, the kids are, like, crying, but also <laughs> happy that they did it. And it's some true. kids just don't let go. They're, like, holding on for 30 that's what, seconds. That's my
1: little cousin is. So, I have two little cousins, um, and they're the town they live in, they do this in their town every year as part of, like, a, a big festival, mm-hmm. like the goat roast. And they have both, when they were both still little enough to do it, they won every year, because they were stubborn, and they would just link their ankles
0: mm-hmm. and just and the kids who win the mutton busting uh, contest get a belt buckle. Yeah. So it's cool stuff.
1: <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I can see. I was also <laughs> thinking of them like on wolves, like shh, shh, shh. the fear than
0: children mutton busting, but with wolves.
1: Tire um, shakes. Here it it's is pretty metal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In that way.
1: So anyway, um, that doesn't
0: actually happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but I would like to see it. But we would love it. Yeah. Let's get a, a spin-off show. A special? A Christmas special? <laughs> a Christmas special. You know what? Fear that would be really pretty uh, at uh, Christmas. I can
1: call a special. Maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and so anyway, Nina it would and Christmas. Really
1: uh, huh? It would be really pretty. It's like at Christmas. a Christmas
0: market. It's like a German Christmas market. Um. <laughs> so, at this point, both Nina and Kuwe have been bolo tied, so mm-hmm. their hands are stuck to their body so they can't use their powers.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, well, I guess Matthias is also tied, but he's just so he can't move.
1: Well, they, he kicked his, he's side swiped, he, leg swiped him. Mm. Oh, Lars And knocked him over. Yeah, Lars did.
0: Lars, um, yeah, loser. of course his name is Lars. Yeah. Right. L for loser. Um, <laughs> and you're not taking my bitch, lock. <laughs> Lars can't believe that Matthias would do this. That he's such a traitor. Like we mourned for you. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest betrayal. Um, mm-hmm. And Lars asked him how he could betray his country and Gel. And mm-hmm. Matthias tells him that he—he's very calm. He's kind of finally he's reconciled like,
1: it. Yeah, he's not in inner turmoil
0: anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he tells him that Jell is the god of life, not death. So he, this has nothing to do with with the, his god. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he asks him if there's more. Or Lars asks that Lars asks Matthias if there's more of them, and Nina quickly says no. And he called the Lars calls her a witch and is like, uh-huh. I wasn't asking you. Um, whatever. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, um, more Druskela emerge and they are essentially surrounded yeah. by them. But it's the new Druskela who have the, the, the black bush. Um, and so they are surrounded by them. Um, and so they are desperate at this point. Nina's trying to find Kaz, thinking, well maybe he has a plan. Or did he just abandon us? Right. Because she um, thinks that's
1: something he would do. Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, one of the Duskella came forward and had a whip that had multiple cables attached to it. And Lars tells Matthias, um, he, he asks him if he recognizes it because it's something that he actually worked on um, with the Druskella. And so mm-hmm. uh, the whip has, like, multiple cables so you can use it on multiple people Mm -hmm. and it also has barbs in it as well so it hurts and so Lars uses it on Nina and Matthias that that's where he draws the line yeah um he's like don't do that to her leave her alone um and because basically
1: like you're already like locked up in a mm -hmm. whip and the needles come out of the whip and poke you yeah. That's like awful.
0: Mm-hmm. But then when Matthias tells Lars to leave her alone, because he was, he was, a, he would have been the first in his class in mm-hmm. his Druskela class. He's a class. big old boy. Mm-hmm. He, he, a big lump of country
1: he, muscle. He is a lump of country muscle, mutton busting champion <laughs> every year
0: in a row. Um, he probably showed showed um cows during uh, the livestock show. He's yeah. one of those oh, kids. Oh, yeah, he yeah. probably was. I mm-hmm. could see that. Um, well, I was he's, like, he's not gonna show chickens. He's not gonna show bunnies. He's gonna show a cow. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> tell me you're from the south without telling me. No, you're from... I literally had a cousin who did that. No. Like, I mean, FFA is huge. It's huge. From. Like huge. Yes. I was in FFA. I went to state for like FFA. That.
1: Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did that. You good? Belt buckle mm-hmm. In his cowboy boots. Like Walking this big fluffy like Highland cow around. That'd be incredible, honestly. Go off. Okay. Anyway. But then he'd be like, this is my cow. <laughs> my cow. This is my cow. <laughs> <laughs> She's so big. <laughs> you should buy her. Oh my gosh. But Matthias would like the cow too much and wouldn't let somebody buy it for slaughter. Mm-hmm. That's true. Please edit all this out. Um, <laughs> please.
0: I'll take um, most of it out. So, again, Matthias was the top in his class of the Ruschella, Um, And so he would have been their commanding officer. He was their leader. And so yeah. when he tells Lars to leave Nina alone, they kind of hesitate because they're so conditioned to listen to what he he tells them to do um and so it, he only hesitates for a second and kind of panics a little bit but then realizes his position in all this mm-hmm. um and laughs at them and uh uses the whip on Matthias which mm-hmm. not cool <laughs> um, and so now all three of them are connected to to the whip mm-hmm. um and, uh, all of a sudden, I mean, Lars is taunting them, continues, well, taunting them, but specifically Matthias. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden they hear, like, a yelp. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's confused. Like, where? Um, but it had come from Lars, and Lars opened his mouth and blood. And he's, and
1: he's, like, dead. He's dead. Basically. He's been stabbed, I think. And it's not really happened? said, I, yeah, but barely, I
0: was confused reading that. It's not
1: really said, but it's like implied that he was stabbed or injured from behind, and he's mm-hmm. coughing up blood. Mm-hmm. And so he drops oh, yeah. the whip, mm-hmm. and one of his compatriots lunges forward and grabs the whip to make mm-hmm.
2: sure
0: that it's still there. So one of the Druskella, who has a hood over him, behind, who was behind him, mm-hmm. gra- grabs the whip, Then all of a sudden they hear a pop, and uh, the sacred ash tree that is in the middle of the ice court... <laughs> Um, the manifestation
1: of their God. Yes. The personification of their faith. How, how they communicate to their God on earth. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the tree, they hear pop, pop, pop coming from the tree, and the tree goes. Pop, 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 pop. The
1: tree goes down, down, down. <laughs> um, so the tree falls. And Nina's like, wait a second. I've heard this sound before, and it's when they felled the tree into the line of the prison cart. Mm hmm. Um, and they're immediately, you know that TikTok audio. Like, no, no, no. That's what all of the Druskele are yeah. like
0: right now. They're like, forget the prisoners. This is big. This and Matthias is, is a little bit like that as well. It's kind of
1: like defilement. <laughs> um, and no.
0: And so uh, the, the Druskele who has the whip tells them that what's about to happen is going to sting a little bit. And they notice that his hands were gloved. And it's
1: Kaz! because of course it is. Kaz, mother loving brecker He's like, this is sting a little bit. Um, Kaz, mother loving Brecker.
0: And the rest of the Druskella are like, who's this? <laughs> what? What is happening? Um, and so he kind of leads them with, because they're still attached to the whip, and tells them not to pop the baleen before they hit the bottom.
1: a little sticky thing in their tooth. To help them
0: breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he grabs uh, Kuei, and they go into the hole that it has just been left by the tree. Into the
1: big hole, <laughs> into the unknown, <laughs> into the big <laughs> hole. <laughs> and like, as soon as the tree, <laughs> as soon as the tree falls, Nina hears like this, like. Like, rushing noise. I know, I'm thinking when the Truska, like, oh, they're here, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Matthias, Matthias, I can hear you, but I won't. (laughs) Some look for trouble. Kaz, while others don't. (laughs) Matthias. And now they're just hurtling into the void. So they,
0: um, jumped into the hole that the tree was left <laughs> um and uh, kaz is telling them not to pop the baleen before they're in the water and mm-hmm. kaz literally just pulls <laughs> nina and matthias into this hole mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out what's happening um but they hear gunshots because of the duskela are firing on them mm-hmm. um, and she sees matthias falling in with her um and they don't really know anything they don't they can't see anything because it's a dark hole they can kind of i mean they heard the water um, and they realize that they are falling into water um but they can't see anything because it's dark Mm -hmm. and so she hits the very very cold arctic icelandic water yes um into the heart of gel um and that is the end of chapter 37
1: and then we come to chapter 38 which is in kaz's point of view
0: now I'm like, please edit out my singing
1: episode. <laughs> no, it was funny. It was good. We sang a lot in the episode I just edited, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. We sang some songs from Hercules. It was good. I don't
0: like singing in front of people.
1: Well, they can't see you when they listen to the podcast. It didn't sound bad. Yeah, but it didn't sound good. No, it did sound good. You are a bad liar. I'm not uh, a bad liar. I'm you won't even look good. me in the eye. <laughs> Jordan's telling me, oh, it was good. It, it is was good. Avoiding all <laughs> I don't do eye contact very well. I gotta call the doctor. Hmm. Um, anyway. Chapter, chapter 38. 38
0: is in Kaz's <laughs> point of view, and it is now 11.45. Um, and so they just jumped into the water oh. rushing under the... Tr- <laughs> they did. Under the tree of gel, the sacred ash tree. And so oh, yeah, chapter...
1: Under, under the tree Darling <laughs> <laughs> I think, it's think uh, better Down wear it's wetter Take care of me <laughs> Under the tree da, 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 da. Under the tree <laughs> it's, it's parody It's fair use
0: <laughs> I just imagine they
1: land And Sebastian's there <laughs> Kaz just steps on it <laughs> <laughs> this is actually you where... You can see it. <laughs> this is actually where the
0: new Little Mermaid takes Yeah.
1: You just see them, like, hurtling <laughs> down in the background. Like, wait a
0: minute. Um, so, chapter 38 starts with a flashback yeah, to... Yeah, we catch up with Kaz. Mm-hmm. So, 11 bells and three quarters. Um, and... So, it's 11.45. Um, but it starts with the flashback of... or. A, a backtracking, not a yeah, flashback. We're backtracking.
1: We're seeing where Kaz was mm-hmm. during the time that Nina and Matthias were in the, the mm-hmm. vault.
0: And so Kaz followed Nina or Matthias and Brum after they had left the ballroom, and he followed them down to the cells. Um, and. In this chapter, it notes that he had bet on on Matthias's feelings for Nina. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Um, that it was a gamble, but he knew that He's like they're good odds. Yeah, and that he's so stinking decent that I'm he so just can't So
1: stinking decent. <laughs> so freaking
0: pissed! <laughs> That's gonna come up in one of these episodes. It <laughs> I
1: think it has already.
0: Well, well I don't remember. I think I'm it has. Bummed. Oh, I'm um, sorry. It's okay. And so, um, he was really, he wasn't really worried about um, Matthias not following through, but he was Mm -hmm. worried about him, Matthias, being able to lie to his mentor. Um, But he did it, and that kind of surprised him. (laughs) And so, he followed them and kind of hid behind some of the sculptures, and... We <laughs> we were talking about this at dinner. Yeah, I completely forgot about this. I will I say well. this is the one part that that didn't make sense you to were me. Like, why? Well, it's because I I know they had to have it so they mm-hmm. could do they could finish it. But um, so what Kaz had done while he waited, he had to regurgitate or throw up um, mm-hmm. pieces of of bombs well, that he literally
1: had... knickknacks
0: yeah that might be important for the mission mm-hmm. and so he has had to do this like every other hour so they wouldn't uh, go into so his he wouldn't stomach.
1: them and he would kill them mm-hmm. kill him because he literally has chloroform pellets yeah in his tummy
0: in his tum in his tum and like things to help them build a bomb And so he's had to throw this up every other hour. Yeah, a a new
1: set of some uh, spare pair of shoes. Forget a Lululemon belt bag. Just use your stomach. Just don't, don't. I can't even. I can't even, (laughs) Emma. I have to take gummy vitamins because if I have to swallow a pill, I throw up. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! It's awful. I'm so sorry. I have a package, I'm expecting a package of of gummy vitamins, because I have this ginormous pill, this ginormous vitamin, and every time I take it, I almost throw up, and I'm like, I'm not putting myself through that. So, much less, chloroform pellets, and lock pits, picks, pits, and, um, what else did he have in here? And the little root bombs that he, Mm -hmm. that they used before... And so he does this, and so gross, it, he man.
0: notes that he learned how to do it from a fire eater um, in Ketterdam. And the died. fire eater died because he <laughs> swallowed kerosene.
1: I said at dinner when we were talking about it that he's like a penguin.' <laughs> <laughs> That's just regurgitating things.
0: Um, and so after he did that, he checked the perimeter of the treasury. Um, but then he just realized that he had to stay wait. That he had to wait and stay hidden. But while he's waiting there, He remembered Inej, um, Mm -hmm. and notes that the last time he saw her, she looked different, that she looked different because she had a purpose now. She Mm -hmm. had a purpose in life. It was different. Um, and that she was going to leave the drugs because she, she said it with, with meaning this time. Yes. Because she had said it before, but this time Mm -hmm. he believed her. And so he stayed hidden during Black Protocol, um, the Druskella the who had kind of been doing their ceremony around the ash tree left um, when the Black Protocol started and he waited and waited and waited and there was no sign of Nina and Matthias and he thought maybe I was wrong about Matthias, maybe mm-hmm. he did, um, maybe it's time for me to pay for all the jokes I made about the tree. Yes, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and he thought something might have happened to them but then he saw Nina and Matthias and Who we know is uh, Kuei, but who he thought might be Boyo Bayer Mm -hmm. coming out of the treasury. And he was going to um, call to them. But then then an explosion happened. And he's thinking, I did not tell them to do that. Not in the brief. That was not part of the plan. Um,
1: (laughs) What happened to (laughs) to the the original plot of the movie?
0: (laughs) Um, That is Kaz right now. Honestly. And so um, he realizes that they didn't have a ton of time, so he told them the bare minimum, literally just Mm -hmm. wait to pop the baleen until you are in the water. Um and he grabs the who who we again, who we know as Kue, um, but he just describes him as the shoe boy
1: and Mm -hmm. hoping that he's Boyol Bayer. He's like, man, I hope that Boyol Bayer just aged so gracefully And that this isn't just Phenomenal some skincare random team. kid. <laughs> he gets his ice roller out every morning. His eye cream. Um... I have a good skincare routine because I don't
0: want to get wrinkles. Same, but I also forget to do mine a lot. I also forget to do mine. <laughs> I didn't do mine today. I did not do mine today because after I worked <laughs> out this morning, we, I thought I we was both, dying. Like,
1: we have such good routines. Didn't do it today, though. Okay, I was going through You had an excuse. I didn't. I, I took a five-minute shower at, at lunch, and I just didn't have time.
0: I have what I now realize is probably a panic <laughs> attack that's what happens when you work out too hard and then have a venti coffee what, Okay, and yes. don't eat until 2 o'clock that's what happens
1: when you're like writing only endorphins and caffeine and stress
0: endorphins make people happy
1: yeah but it's still a chemical imbalance if you follow <laughs> it up with massive doses of caffeine, caffeine and no food happy. I had no food I had... Well, no, no, no. I had some Biscop cookies. Oh, okay. That makes it better. You definitely had a panic attack. So Sorry. <laughs> stay hydrated. Drink water. <laughs> the moral of the story is stay hydrated. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> we're great. Um,
0: so, Kaz doesn't tell them anything... He doesn't have time He doesn't have go. time to tell them anything before they are falling into the hole under the ash tree mm-hmm, that is water
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um and so he pops Kaz pops the baleen into um Kui's mouth which mm-hmm. is interesting mm-hmm. that he grabbed kuwait and then also that he like did that because yeah. of his aversion to touch yeah but he's
1: also kuwait's the mark and yeah. he's the reason they get paid so he's that's true he's gonna make it happen
0: and so, he realized that um, he was correct. <laughs> he was like, vindication! <laughs> um, and we find that as soon as Nina described the ritual, the initiation that the, the Duskella had to go to, that there had to be water under the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, that's where they hear the voice of, of The burbling. They hear everything. So, he knew that it had to that this voice
1: that they were hearing was actually water. Yes. It's like in Brave where um, Marin is quoting her mom, legends are stories they ring with truths. (laughs) It's true, though. It's like, you know, everything that becomes myth, there's Mm -hmm. something original that started it. And he's like the voice of God. And and Wyland being like, where does the water for the moat come from? Mm -hmm. Like if we're on a hill, where does that come from? All of that. Kaz put it together. There's a spring down there.
0: Again, you a masterful in her uh, little breadcrumbs that she has left.
1: Because flames. when you're
0: reading it for the first time, you don't realize it. No,
1: it's on the reread mm-hmm. that you're like, oh. oh my
0: gosh. Masterful.
1: And we're gonna see things that are seeded in this book mm-hmm. come to fruition in four books. Yeah. And it's like, what? It's insane. I did not realize it was that planned that mm-hmm. early.
0: And so Kaz, um, notes that, uh, as soon as he had realized that there was water under the tree that a plan had kind of formed in his mind mm-hmm. um, but that the baleen that they had only would would only provide enough air for 10 minutes for them um, and he hoped that it would be enough um, mm-hmm. because they were just falling for quite a while and then um, they hit the very cold icy water um, and uh it was a lot faster than he had thought because they, they couldn't scout it out beforehand. No, they, like, nobody even knows that mm-hmm. this thing exists. Um, and so it was very quickly running water. Um, and he is... It's almost a... His life is flashing before his eyes moment. Yeah, he's seeing all the choices he made that brought him mm-hmm. to this moment. Um, and he's thinking, well... What, what happens after this who's, who's going to be waiting are Jesper and Weiland going to be there if we can make it out um, is Inej more importantly is Inej going to be there mm-hmm. um, when we make it out and he's again in the water so the baleen has been popped and so he's breathing with that but his heart is rushing because the last time he was in cold water was when he was using his dead brother's body as a floaty yes to get back to shore yeah so he's having a hard time so he's having a panic attack Yes. Right now, he is. <laughs> um, mine was not this bad. Um, <laughs> I
1: just. You thankfully were at home and not hurtling, as he so eloquently puts it, ass over tea kettle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but as, as he's underwater, um, rushing through this river, breathing with the baleen underwater, he's just thinking that he has to survive, that he has to survive, um, that everything he has done um, has led him to this moment so he can get revenge on mm-hmm. Pekka. Um, but he's thinking that he's, he's so cold. This is the coldest he's ever been. And he's thinking of Jordy, um, and how Jordy's dead and that he's alive and kind of how that's not fair. And then all of a sudden he thinks of Inej and Inej, not just Inej, but Inej's hand on Kaz's, on his cheek. Um, and... He mm. kind of reverts back to that moment of feelings that he thought. He was really confused because his first instinct is to pull away because of the touch. Because mm-hmm. of his PTSD, yeah. honestly. And the book describes him as feeling uh, terrified and disgusted. But also within that, he felt a desire um, and hope that she would touch him again. Because he oh he loves her. Um, platonic and romantic soulmates. Yes, um, yes. And... That was a lot for him to do. That,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and so, we get a flashback. Um, again, done so seamlessly, yes. like it's it just jumps, but it flows so organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, flashback to when Kaz was fourteen, uh, he had put a crew together to rob the bank that Hertsoon had used um, to mm-hmm. trick he and Jordy. And yeah. his crew, <laughs> at fourteen years old, he stole fifty thousand kruga from a bank. Um, but this is where he broke his leg when he had jumped Mm -hmm. off the roof, he broke it and it didn't set correctly. And so he's had a limp since then. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, uh, um, commissioned a fabricator to, Mm -hmm. to make a cane for him that has become part of him and part of his brand. (laughs) It it really
1: was. He's been like, Mm -hmm. his whole brand is every piece of me has been broken somehow. And I am misshapen for it, but stronger for it too. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that he has he has come on come through the other side of that pain, um, not weak. But the one place that he has shown weakness okay. is with his gloves because he cannot touch. He can't stand physical touch, which yeah. we understand why, and it is yes. a good reason. Yes. Um. But this is something that it's the only part of him that is weak that he yeah. thinks. Um and so as he's going through these thoughts, um, the baleen is starting to kind of peel up mm-hmm, um starting to fade a little bit and water is starting to seep into that. Um and so he's still holding on to who he thinks is Boyol by her.
1: He's just hoping and praying Yeah at this point.
0: And so again, it's because the water is coming in, he doesn't know where the end is. His life kind of flashes before his eyes. Mm-hmm. And so he's thinking of the hot chocolate he had um, with, with the Hurtsuns. Um, jo- he's thinking of Jordi. um, mm-hmm. He's thinking of ink, uh, the ink on the page when he signed the Crow Cub. Then mm-hmm. he thinks of the first time he saw Inej at the Menagerie. Um, and the knife that he had given to her, which we didn't know that he had given her and kn- Well, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. But it was the first one. But it's a nice gesture. Yeah. Um, and, like, how
1: he kind of ignored her trauma which she yes. got to the drags. When she killed someone for the first time and she had a really hard time with it. and He just kind of ignored it. It's like, get over it.
0: Honestly. <laughs> um, but then he also remembers one time she was sitting on... Um, on his windowsill uh, not long after he he had gotten her um, out of the menagerie. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was feeding the crows on the roof of the crow club. And he tells her that she shouldn't be feeding the crows. And she asks him, why why shouldn't she do that? And he looks up. (laughs) And he just like,
1: ugh. It's as if he was seeing her for the first time. He's just breathless. The sight of her Mm -hmm. steals his breath away and all of his thoughts and everything. He is going to say something like, you know, witty and it's snarky. And then
0: she asks him again, why shouldn't she feed the crows? And he just, (laughs) he tells her that it's, that she shouldn't feed them because they don't have any manners. And she tells him that he doesn't either. And this is where the quote from the beginning of the chapter, from the beginning of the episode came from. She laughed, and if he could have bottled the sound and gotten drunk on it every night, he would have. And it terrified him. Oh, my him. gosh. It's so... Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Um, and so, again, this is like he's seen her for the first time, and mm-hmm. everything about her he loved. And this is really the first time he could has made someone laugh.
1: yeah. Yeah, like like a genuine happy laugh Mm -hmm. and not, like, sarcastic.
0: And it's also the most comfortable he has ever been with someone since Jordy, and he can see that she's also comfortable because she's just chilling on the windowsill. He feels like a kid again before the bad things. Mm -hmm. And so um, he's thinking of that, and he took one big breath, one one more breath. He's still underwater, and the balloon dissolved.
1: It's it's a water balloon now. Mm -hmm. It's
0: gone. And so now... It, it it's just him and water. He's having to hold his breath, and so he's again flat life flashing before his eyes. He's thinking that he's stronger than I this, that this. he can do it, that he has to do it. But then in his mind, that he can hear Jordy saying, "No, this no one's stronger than this."
1: Um, yeah, it's everything's catching up to you now, mm-hmm. uh, which is where I think that when I, we saw that they had casted someone for Jordy. Mm-hmm. This is gonna hurt Yeah, <laughs> in season two. What's that TikTok? On? I hope you're strong for this about to hurt. Yeah, I'm not strong. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry.
0: <laughs> and so um, he's remembering when he had to use Jordy as a, as a flotation <sighs> device, oh, and that the only reason he didn't drown is because he had Jordy, but now he doesn't have anything, he doesn't have mm-hmm. anyone. Um, and there's nothing to help him, and he's, he's trying to think he's, of he his brother. He's trying think of his
1: motivations, mm-hmm. of, like, the things that keep him going, and, and everything else, and his guilt over Jordy, but, but he can only think of Venege. Like, he's trying really hard to be like, I'm doing this for this reason, for that reason, for this reason. For revenge, but for Jordy, to But the get heart Pekka. is an arrow, it demands to land true, and, and his, all he can think mm-hmm. about is an
0: He's literally trying to think of anything but her, but she keeps uh. coming back to his mind. And he's he realizes that he has to live um, because she has to live. And yes. he has to get her out of there.
1: And I think I've, I've kind of alluded to this sentence a couple of times in our Six of Crows episodes, but this is a direct quote. He, um, he thinks he needs to survive because he needs to tell her That she's lovely and brave and better than anything he deserved. And that he was twisted and crooked and wrong but not so broken that he couldn't pull himself into some semblance of a man for her. And remember, she was thinking that too earlier and Mm -hmm. thinking he could never give that to me. He doesn't want to give that to me. But he wants to. And now as he's having his near-death moment, he's like, that's all I want.
0: That is the only thing that he wants. And so he's thinking, I have to make... I have to get out of here alive because she has to get out of here alive and I have to make sure she does. But also, I need to tell her that I can be that for her, that I can be the
1: person that she wants and that she needs me to be. And then the whole thing, like that started off, like them being off on the wrong foot, this whole book, he says he needs to thank her for buying him a new hat. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: He knows. In her heart of hearts, she knows, but she needs him to She's tell like, her. She's like, you
1: have to be, you have to prove to me
0: that mm-hmm. you're better. Yeah, not that prove, it's... not even prove. He has to tell her. Yes. Because he doesn't tell her that. No, it's just, ugh. Oh. so good. So good. And so he's thinking this, and he's trying not to breathe the water in, um, but he can't hold his breath any longer, and he opens his mouth and takes in a big gulp of of water. And that's the end of part five. And now we're in part six. Proper thieves, is it? <laughs> you know, I will say, I think my biggest fear is drowning.
1: Yeah, drowning, I think, would be pretty terrible. And I've heard like, I've read that it's painful, too. I like to take a deep
0: breath. I'm like claustrophobic, but not... I mean, if I'm like in a small space, I don't think I would panic, but mm-hmm. like being in a car wash, I don't like being in a car really? wash. Really? Yeah, I love like being in a car wash. wash. And it's water.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I would here's
0: take a fat nap in a car wash. <laughs> here's the thing. I love swimming. Like, yeah. I grew up close to the ocean. So, yeah. like, I would go, we'd like go, all we'd time. go to the beach, go swim in the ocean. Like, yeah. I'm a good swimmer. But, it's just the... That's so interesting. Yeah. It's just crazy. Hmm. So, anyway.
1: Okay.
0: Chapter 39 <laughs> um, is in Inej's point of view. And if we remember, Inej, uh left being escorted from the facilities <laughs> yeah she um, choked choked out Tante Helene um, and is about to presumably die yeah uh, they're like she thinks they're going to the gallows mm-hmm. um, and so she's a little bit nervous a lot nervous <laughs> and the guards mm-hmm. are pulling her forward through the prison gate taking her back to the prison and she knows that there's a lot more guards there now than there was before um, and they're going back up the stairs that they had gone through before where both the guys and girls were separated going into their specific sectors of the prison. Um, and she sees the banner that, um, has the words fear then might. Um, and, uh, she remembers that Nina had kind of laughed at that because mm-hmm. everything there was fabricator made. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Ugh. And so, uh, she also notes that the guards were moving too fast.
1: And so, for the second time. Oh my time, gosh, I read that. I was like, wait. I yeah. literally flipped back to the first mm-hmm. instance and realized, because my brain had autofilled. all it says was Inesh stumbled. Yeah. And when you usually read that, mm-hmm. in books, you just, you don't think about the context. Like, you mm-hmm. think if it, it's just, it is what it is. Inej yeah. stumbled. That's like, the verb. It's Inej would never. But she took the, it's like the verb is an action verb it wasn't Mm -hmm. passive she stumbled on purpose Mm -hmm. it says for the second time that night she made herself stumble
0: so she did it on purpose this was her plan the whole time because you're reading this thinking oh my gosh wait she got herself into the situation how is she gonna get out she planned it literally i'm not even kidding i went back to when she first stumbled and reread it and i was like i just assumed it was an accident i know i just assumed it It so good and she tells them that, the, she tells the guards that they're going too quickly, and the guards tell her that she needs to kind of hurry up, and they threaten her, um, and she's thinking in her mind, well, maybe I can take them. I can take them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, she doesn't have, um, she doesn't have handcuffs on. She might not have her knives, but she's like, I can still take them. They're not expecting it. They think yep. that she, um, is just a girl, a thief, that she's a girl from the monastery. that she's not a criminal. Um... And so she sees two more um, guards coming towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows that if they leave where they are right now, she's never getting out. And so she goes for it and she knocks down one of the guards. She mm-hmm. um, hooks her, her leg around his legs and knocks mm-hmm. him down um, and breaks his nose. Mm-hmm. And then the other guard um, points his gun at her. So like, you're going to pay for that. Um, she, no, she's not, so because... I'm a bad
1: bitch, you can't kill me! Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh-huh, and he threatens that
0: he'll shoot her in the leg, that she can still talk because of that, but then he falls to the ground, um, and a pair of shears are sticking out of his back, <laughs> and, um, the guard that was behind him, waves at
1: her, and, and it's, it's Jesper. Jesper. And then Wilde's like, I'm also here. Because
0: yeah. Inej <laughs> is excited to see Jesper. Because they're like
1: best friends.
0: Yeah. Um, but he killed the guard that was about to kill her. So again, cool. Jesper coming to the rescue, mm-hmm. which he's always willing. Yes. And the second time you read it, you see that. You yes. see that he is
1: always willing mm-hmm.
0: to go to bat and for that he... someone
1: else. For all the jokes they make about him, like, never being on time, he's always where he needs to be, when he needs to be. mm -hmm. If it means helping someone else. Yes, exactly.
0: And I also think killing the two Grisha, that was hard for him because they're Grisha, but also he killed them to protect himself. Yeah. If they had been going after Jess Weiland, I think he would have done it. Yeah. And And wouldn't have felt as mm -hmm. bad about it. So, um, Weiland... (laughs) Poor, poor kid. Uh, Puercito.
1: I know. <laughs> he's like, I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of don't even, like, they just don't address it. And then the guard that she broke his nose just moments ago is, like, still trying to do his duty. And so she just gives him a concussion, just kicks his head really well, hard.
0: Yeah, give her. Um, and Jesper asks
1: if she got a big enough diamond. And, and she's like, hold up, because Kaz was, like, giving them their marching orders. And he's like, and I need something shiny. Um and so she pulls out Helene's diamond <laughs> poker, her prized possession,
0: which I love because she mentions it at like mm-hmm. one of the first chapters that she always yes. wears a diamond. It's choker. like her signature. Um, it's absurdly huge. Mm-hmm. And Jasper is shocked. He's like, "We just needed a diamond. We didn't need this thing." And Inej says that she had to do it. Um, mm-hmm. and that that's actually why she chose Tante Helene. Because Tantaline would be so worried about being choked that she wouldn't realize that the diamond choker was gone. Um, mm-hmm. And so she took Tantaline's prized possession. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and so she gives it to Jesper. And they... She also they She gives it to Jesper and he starts to get to work. Um, and she realizes mm-hmm. that they both are covered in soot from, because they had to go back mm-hmm. down the incinerator, uh-huh. um, to get where they first were. Yeah. So it's very confusing.
1: Yes. If <laughs> There's a lot of moving pieces yes. happening.
0: Um, I'm not gonna lie for, like, the movement and the description of the different areas where they are. I'm just kind of, we're like, just kind of going uh-huh. with the flow. Yeah. Um... And so, they're back in, 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 a, in a little room, kind of hidden, um, and they have two coils of rope, um, and Inej locked, like, barred the doors, so put a makeshift lock in them, mm-hmm. um, and Wylan pulls out a few other pieces of material, because they have to make a drill. Yes. Which was also really good piece. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he starts like, Wylan starts taking parts, like, out of his backpack, basically, <laughs> He's like Dora the Explorer <laughs> with his little backpack, <laughs> and starts putting together like this hand crank drill. Mm-hmm. And so
0: they're making it, uh, and and then just telling Jasper to hurry up because he has to. Um, he's using the diamonds to make yeah. the, the, dr- drill, the the drill the drill bit, bit. Um, because that is the only way that they can cut through the fabricator made glass in mm-hmm. the prison. Because it's fabricator made, the only thing stronger than that is diamonds. Um, And Inej tells him to hurry up. And he says, that's not helping. Um, I'm not going to work faster. He's like, I I can't go faster just because you tell me to. I'm not trained.
1: And Wyland, again,
0: little (laughs) stinker,
1: straight again to the bickering slash flirting stage and like... And whose fault is that? <laughs> I have written down Wylan Sass <laughs> honestly, and um, Jasper's just like so put upon right now. He's still oh. like
0: not helpful, y'all. I am tr- I am trying to make my this best. work. This is the fifth time today I have honestly. had to use my powers, and I have maybe used them five times in Before. the past. Yeah, in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's he's working. He is earning those four million Yes. Um, and so at this point, the guards are pounding on the door because the door was not supposed to be locked or closed. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in the, on the other end of the walkway where they are, there's more guards that are pointing at them. Um, and they're surrounded by the bulletproof glass. So the guards can't really shoot at the glass because they're Mm -hmm. not going to do anything. Um, and so again, the fabricated glass, the only thing that could break it is a diamond. So that's why they're making the drill bit Mm -hmm. or or the drill so they can cut through the glass. Um and so finally the drill is done. Um and they're starting to use it. Um, mm-hmm. but they're going real slow because it's a like a hand crank drill. Right. <laughs> it's it's not the zoop zoop. It's not yeah. one of those. <laughs> it's literally like
2: wee wee wee
0: I'm so glad this is just This is audio this medium. Is, yeah. <laughs> no visuals, yes. Um and so, uh, the guards start to use a battering ram to try and <laughs> get
1: through the doors. <laughs> <laying. laughs> they're battering rams. Um,
0: and so they're going, they're going, they're trying to make the hole in the glass, mm-hmm. um, and finally, as the guards are about to come through, um, the circle that they made with the drill in the glass, um, is finished, and the glass falls through so there's mm-hmm. a there's a an open circle yeah. in the glass and so before the piece of glass even hit the floor Inej jumps through yes jumps through the hole and this was also like a little confusing and felt a, a little far fetched as to what could happen mm-hmm. um maybe it's just because I don't know
1: did am I the did, did you also feel like that I feel like I was confused about the size of the hole. Yeah. I thought they were making like a little hole, and oh. then she jumped through it. Well, it's then just big like, enough oh, for her to yeah. go through. So it wasn't
0: tiny, but uh, like I couldn't fit through it. Well, me neither, Tommy. I can get my leg through it and kick the lantern.
1: <laughs> Be <Being> like Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Incredible when her ass gets stuck behind the door. <laughs> I'm trying to jump through, but I'm too dummy thick. <laughs>
0: She she manages. I don't know. I, I could believe it. Yeah. So she jumps through the hole and manages to grab a lantern um, that's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so she's swinging from.
2: I'm gonna swing, swing from, from the, the Chitalea, iron lantern.
0: From the iron lantern. lantern. And she does. And she does. Um, and she's so she's trying to get to the other side. Um, and a bullet comes by her, but it misses her, mm-hmm. and so she's worried that the guards have broken in, and she's hoping that Jasper and Wyland found a place to hide. Um, so as mm-hmm. she's swinging, she, uh, once she has enough momentum, she lets go and finds a spot in the wall. She she um,
1: fully lets herself like splat onto the wall because yes. that's just the only way to do it, and then she like grips mm-hmm. like onto the ledge and then
0: does what she does and climbs and mm-hmm. walks on, you know, very thin pieces of whatever.
1: Um, (laughs) And then she finds her mark. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) y'all, I was shocked. (laughs) I was like, oh, we doing that? I was like, Okay,
0: okay, okay. So she finds where she is, and she's turning knobs and trying to find controls, and then in the book it says, one of the guns rolled upward, and you're like, what? I was like, a gun? I thought we were like in
1: pre-industrial because she's in a Tank. She's in a whole ass She's military in a whole tank. ass World War One type ass tank. And I'm gonna say World War Two. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> because well, maybe he's fighting Nazis. Yeah, but
0: th- this is like because in later books the Ravkins that's true. Are like, they have like zeppelins what is and this? stuff. Well, no, in later books the Rapkins are like it's a tank. It does like you don't mm-hmm. need horses to that's true. Move it. But I'm also thinking. World it, War It's like what? the fabricators. Did kind they have of...
1: tanks in World War One? Yeah, they were just really rudimentary.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the first modern warfare.
1: Mm-hmm. But... I think it's like the fabricators kind of put the Feardens a, a couple decades above. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say World War Two. Of everyone else. Yeah, World War II. Because the way that it's described, like with a glass dome and like the gun, like sh- yeah, that feels very World War Two. Yeah, it's a tank though. But yeah, like, <laughs> they are in a tank. We can Cope, over details, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's a, a tank. tank.
0: <laughs> like. um, and so she starts shooting back to where they're at, <clears throat> um, like. and like, and so she's hoping that not shooting where she was uh previously directly. Um, mm-hmm. did that make sense? Is enough warning for why Jasper yes, to get out of yes. the way. Um, and so she's she's shooting them, shooting at them. Um, and then the glass she's shooting at the glass and it shatters um, and, uh, again, is hoping that Wylan and Jesper were able to take cover, Mm -hmm. um, and so she sees that Wylan and Jesper are coming towards her, um, and and they climb up onto the tank, and Jesper, um, is, like, Mm -hmm. hanging upside down from the, where Inej is, the pilot's position, um, and asks, are you gonna let me drive? Can I drive? <laughs> um, and so she moves, and so she lets him, and he's happy to take control of the tank.
1: And there's gunfire that's happening. This is one place where I can definitely hear this in his voice, his um, his actor's voice. He's like, oh, hello, darling. I know. As he sits down in the tank, because he, he's like kind of a motorhead. Mm-hmm. He likes vehicles. He likes guns and machinery and. So he's like, ooh, he's have he's like a kid in a candy shop right now. I also love that like we can hear the discussions in the
0: actors who play them, their mm-hmm. voices because they were just so perfectly cast, so perfectly cast. Um, and so Inej hears guns, and Jasper asks Inej, "Oh my gosh, Wylan found the guns. Can you just help him, <laughs> please? Help. help him aim, please. He's he's just." He's like a little kid playing a video game, just hitting buttons. Yeah,
1: it's so she <laughs> So they get into the turret and start using those guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so
0: they are trying to. Jesper's maneuvering the tank, and they're trying to make a hole in in the ring wall, mm-hmm. so the outer fortress of of the um, ice court. Uh, and so he's making a dent. He's going back and forth. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. trying to make it in. And, finally,
1: um, they, uh, are able to do it. <laughs> and, yes. Um, the legendary, can't, nobody can penetrate it, nobody can get through it wall. A group of teenagers. In bust a tank. through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they literally joy riding away in a tank. Um, um. And so,
0: they are through the ice court and literally are in a tank on the road. <laughs> He's <laughs> eastbound like down, a down. <laughs> loaded up and trucking uh, and so Wylan's laughing at this point
1: he's like happy he's yeah. all cut up from like the glass and everything but he's having a grand old time he
0: has really come into his own
1: in these past few chapters yes.
0: because he, I think he has realized his worth um, and isn't taking anyone's shit anymore yes
1: he's like I'm Wyland. He's get over it yeah. I'm here I'm queer get used to it <laughs> <laughs> but he is really happy yes
0: um, well maybe maybe he's happy because he he came out maybe good for him good for him we love that for him and they didn't even question it they just support. no they just support even just Kaz support. is like yeah okay
1: <laughs> Kaz is like kiss whoever you want just do your job <laughs> <laughs> Kaz at the pride parade <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just in all black with his little flag and his just, like, dour face? Like,
0: and Inez is like, come on, come on.
1: Wait. No, Inez is holding hands with Nina and they're like, oh, let's yeah. go!
0: <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: Uh, Matthias has an ally pin. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, Matthias. <Hi>. Ally! <laughs> Oh my God. that's funny.
0: Um, so, uh, Wyland's laughing, they made it
1: through. They're
0: just
1: chugging down the road in
0: their tank. They're thinking, oh my gosh, we actually did it. I can't believe this. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. You, you did, did it. it. Um, and uh, they also drug <laughs> out the banner that said feared and might get wrecked. Get wrecked, And that is the end of chapter 39. So (sighs) now on to chapter 40. Oh, man. We are in Nina's point of view, our beloved Nina. Mm -hmm. And so, if we remember, they were just drowning in a rush of river. Um, And so, eventually it calms down, and uh, they're all soaking wet. They're bruised, because it was like the what is it the um not a lazy river like the rushing rapids Mm -hmm. like at Schlitterbahn, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're floaties. Yeah. And so they're bruised and they can finally breathe. And uh Nina is uh just feels so exhausted Mm -hmm. and the dress that she has what little of it there was, there's even less now it literally because it was of like frayed away, like from the friction. Mm-hmm. And she's happy to be alive, but th- she's going through it, mm-hmm. and she's cold, and she's basically wearing nothing. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, Kuei is there, and he's coughing he's up like, water. <laughs> and Matthias, ever ever the decent person, yes. pulls <laughs> Kaz out of the All water. Conscious. Um, And Kaz is unconscious, and Nina asks if he's breathing. I love this. And Matthias starts giving him CPR, like chest compressions. And every compression he does,
1: should (laughs) let you die. (laughs) Instead of ha 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 ha, staying alive, staying alive. alive. He goes ha 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 ha. Should should let you die. Should let you die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So y'all could also use that as a. I, should let you die, let you die. <laughs> I can't
1: wait to hear him deliver that line as well. It's gonna be um, so good.
0: It's gonna be so funny seeing um like the actor like pull the other actor out of the water, just like drag him. Right, that's gonna be so good. Um and so <laughs> Matthias is doing chest compressions on Kaz. Mm-hmm. Um and goes over to him and says tells Matthias to stop before he breaks his mm-hmm. ribs. Um, and so she's using her powers, um, to feel his heartbeat and trying to get it back into a beating rhythm, and she also gives him mouth to mouth, trying mm-hmm. to push air into his lungs, um, and, uh, Kuei is asking if he'll live, she's like, mm-hmm. well, I, don't, I don't, know. She's like, I don't got
1: time to deal with you right now.
0: <laughs> um, and so she's, she's using her powers and giving him mouth to mouth, and then, um, Kaz uh, woke up and coughed up water, and shoves Nina off of him. He's like, get "Get away from me! Get away from me! Because he just woke up. He's in shock. He's definitely
1: having PTSD moment right now.
0: And he's looking around, not really knowing what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to remind him. And then Mm -hmm. Nina mentions Ice Court, three million, Kruger. And he's like, four (laughs) Four million, million. actually. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, he realizes that they made it out and that they mm-hmm. are alive, and he says that Jell performs miracles.
1: And <laughs> Matthias ain't he having it. He takes umbrage at that. He's mm-hmm. like, you destroyed the ash tree. Which, yeah. Kaz um, <laughs> is such a dick. He is. He's like, well, if your god's so fragile, maybe it's time to convert to a different religion. Let's let's blow this popsicle stand. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and so, Nina it, um, sarcastically tells him you're welcome I just saved your life yeah <laughs> and Kaz's like we're not done yet he's like I will thank you and we are home mhm and so um <laughs> Kuwait who only speaks Shu and mm-hmm. Nina's the only one who's really able to communicate with him um asked if if Kaz is a friend of theirs and, and she's like eh sometimes mostly you know, nah um, and so they're exhausted but they realize that they've made it this far they can do it they can get there and so they start um, walking and going over some like rocks and things like that mm-hmm. to get to the harbor um, and then all of a sudden they hear like a low rumbling in the distance mm-hmm. and Nina's just hoping that it's the rest of the crew um, because she can't really take anymore and no. um, and they see um, the tank and Wylan and Inej are yelling like, from yay. the top. No, not yay. Well, no, not yay, but like. <laughs> um, and so they are excited that uh, they realize, oh my gosh, they have a tank. We mm-hmm. can do We're going to get out of here. And so as the tank is rolling towards them, as they get closer, they realize that Inej and Wylan are actually telling them to get out of the way. Um, because behind them there's... Uh, more tanks. There are a lot more tanks. Um, and so they start to panic because, um, Matthias kind of is <laughs> saying, we have one. They have a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I might not be a Mensa member. I might not
1: <laughs> look, be a National look, I'm member, a scholar. Look, bad at math, but I know those odds aren't good. I
0: know that 10 is more than one, <laughs> and that is not good. Um, and so, uh... They with the tank they actually use it to blow up the bridge. So if we remember Mm -hmm. from the beginning, there's only one way in and out of the ice court Mm -hmm. to minimize um, people sneaking out and stuff like that. Yeah, security. And so it's this bridge, and so they use the one tank they have to destroy the bridge that so the rest of the tanks cannot um, Mm -hmm. cross. and so they're thinking, oh my gosh, we did it! They blew up the, they blew up the bridge. We have a moat. We, we have a tank. Yeah, we are home free. Mm-hmm. And so they jump. Um, the other three, so or four, um, Kaz, Nina, Matthias, and Kuwe jump on to the tank, and mm-hmm. they're going through the town, and people are looking at them, thinking, what the hell? Like, what? <laughs> um, and Matthias tells them that they need to go through the western streets because it's the warehouse district and it's going to be quieter at this time of the day um mm-hmm. and or at night because it is almost midnight <laughs> and yeah. so they made their way through the town they're thinking that they did it they did it and Wyland says that they're almost there and they can smell the sea um, and then all of a sudden the tank stops and it's like wait and in front of them Mm-hmm. Are, they, can, they can see the harbor, they can see the sea, um, but in front of them there are rows and rows and rows of Druskela troops.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: every single one of them were pointing a gun at That's the neat. crows. Um, and so, Wyland almost blames Matthias. He has a voice now. He's like, right. you said, you said, you said, what, yeah. what is this? <laughs>
1: Lipstick in my palatino white bag! You know, it's red lipstick in my you white know, bag! That's that's Wylan <laughs> that's wild, that's right now. <laughs> <laughs> as Karen is showing. <laughs> but for good reason. Yeah, valid.
0: Um, and Matthias tells them that... He's he, like, black protocol is the last resort. It never happened. So that they might have changed what he knew, that they might have changed that protocol, but he didn't know. Um, and so... Like, they can't really... He, I mean, he's not to blame. He didn't lie to mm-hmm. them. He just didn't... He literally didn't know. They have never
1: had to engage Black Protocol. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, while they're stopped, a voice tells them... In different languages. It speaks in and It speaks in Rabkin, Kirch, and Shu. And the voice is telling them to uh let Kuwe go. Mm-hmm. Put their weapons down and to step away from the tank. And Matai's thinking, they're, they're not just going to risk Kuwe dying. It. They're not going to shoot at us. And, um they also see a heart render and they can tell that he is on perem mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't matter how far away he is like he will use, because he's on perem he will use his powers on mm-hmm. them um, and, and then, his range is like vastly increased mm-hmm. and Inej says that she can see the fairyland the boat that they're supposed to get on and Jesper's thinking that he could shoot the heart render mm-hmm. but if he does that there's going to be hundreds of them shooting back at them and that they would kill Kua before they risked letting him get away with someone who's not the Theardens. Uh-huh. And Jasper asks Kaz if he has a if if he has a plan because Kaz always has a backup plan. And this
1: would be great to know if you knew this was happening.
0: And Kaz tells them, "I did not uh-uh. know this was happening. My be um <laughs> and." Uh, and says that they're not gonna take him take her alive. She's she's been captive too much of her life. hmm Um And Wyland says, me neither. Buddy. And so Matthias is thinking that <laughs> they're yeah. gonna surrender, that they're gonna end it there. And Nina mm-hmm. uh, Well that they're just going they're gonna go down fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nina says no, mm-hmm. that there's another option. Then she starts to the fears and voices are telling them that they have account at mm-hmm. ten. Um, and they start counting down ten. And she starts talking to Kuwait and mm-hmm. Shu. And he's telling her that she doesn't understand that one dose. And she says, no, no, no. I understand what it will do. Mm-hmm. And so he gives her a little pouch um, of what we realize is perem. And Matthias is yelling no. They're thinking that she can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was quicker than Matthias was and grabbed the perem. And is counting I, down. I was seven. Shocked. Oh my. It when broke. When this happened. Broke. I was like, my.
1: No. Heart. No. Um, they got like five minutes of happiness. Uh, literally. Not even. Like, they got, they got a hug. Ugh. Like. <laughs>
0: bruh. Uh huh. And she's trying to make him feel better. Saying that not everyone gets addicted. After
2: the um, first dose.
0: And he's telling her that it's not worth the risk. That they would rather just go down fighting than have her be addicted to perem mm-hmm. uh, and it's counting down six um, and she's saying this is their only option yeah. and Matthias is begging her it's not their to um, he's begging her not to he knows what it's going to do to her mm-hmm. and she he, she says that the last time she saw him look like this was when he had been taken by the uh, mm-hmm. the taken taken as a prisoner, as a slaver, um,
1: mm-hmm. when he's just, she had betrayed him. He's just decimated. Yeah, he he's
0: think. I mean, Ugh. because he knows what they could have. She knows yeah. what they could have. He's devastated. He's devastated because he thinks that this is going to be the end of her. Oh my goodness. And counting down, five. Uh, and she's, again, thinking, I can do this. I can be stronger than it. Four. And she
1: touches Matthias's. She she grabs his face and she tells him if... Oh my gosh. She's like, if I'm not in control anymore, I'm trusting you to end it and do the right thing because that's what you do. Uh It's like, uh, counting down three! Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then she swallows it and it's like familiar and not familiar at the same time. And every part of her changes Mm -hmm. almost. Um...
0: It said the books describes that she stops thinking that all of a sudden she can hear her heart. She can hear Mm -hmm. the blood rushing through her veins. She can see like the electricity between neurons. Mm -hmm. She can see. She can hear everyone's heartbeat. She can see every part of Matthias, even though she tailored him. She can see the blue in his eyes that Mm -hmm. she had covered up. Um, She can see the pinpricks of Kaz's tattoo on Mm -hmm. his arm. And she's looking at the so the, Fjerdins, the Druskela, um, and she can hear all their hearts beating. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it's, again, like a change. And Matthias yes. sees this, and he, he asks, he's just
1: heartbroken, just, he's like, Nina. Nina uh, that's also going to uh, just uh, break uh, my heart so
0: bad. And she tells him to move, and she can see her voice in the ear. Ugh. And she senses the heart render in the crowd, um, oh as goodness. he swallowed his dose of perem and notes that he is going to be the first. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of chapter 40. Ugh. They were happy for They were two happy seconds. for two
1: they got a 30 second hug. And you know like there wasn't another option. It was this or they all die. But oh my gosh. I know. Gosh. But gosh dang it. <sighs> so
0: we leave ugh, leave. <laughs> <laughs> we leave off on a little bit of a cliffhanger as we have with most chapters. Truly. Um, but we're going to, next week, we will finish Six of Crows. We will. Which is crazy. That is insane. I know. I love reading this book again. I know. It's so good. Mm-hmm. We um, all hope y'all have enjoyed coming on this journey with us. And yes. if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email at pod at gmail.com, two spelled out T W O. We check it.
1: We do every day, multiple times a day. Please email
0: us, please, or you can follow us at Two Mourners Pod um, on Instagram. On Instagram, and we post every week. Mm-hmm. And most of the well, so far, it's been just artwork, and all the artwork <laughs> has been by Jordan, which Yay. is amazing. Thank you. Um, so
1: thank you all for joining. And as always, happy, happy heisting. heisting. We've really gotten the hang of it. I know that was, good. That was really good. <laughs>